0: the show. On today, I'm doing a bonus episode with an interview that I did last week with my buddy, Coach Michael Burt out of Nashville, Tennessee. Just look up coachburt.com. He rocks. In the interview, we talk about, I spoke to a group of what he calls his monster producers. These are people who make more than $250,000 a year. They come to his uh, facility in outside of Nashville called the Greatness Factory. And I spoke to them on Thursday of last week. And uh, we talked about everything, about how do you make more money? How do you torch what you like to get what you love? How do you get more grit into your organization and into yourself? And then afterwards, he and I went and we did an interview in his studio. And this replay is of that interview. So enjoy it. Again, love the likes, the reviews, the shares. They are fuel for us. Please keep them coming. Thanks, and I'll see you down the road.
1: Hey, guys, I'm Coach Michael Bird, the super coach. Every week coming into you like to multiply life, multiply money, multiply business. And this morning, guys and girls, we had a very explosive session with my good friend Matt Monero. Explosive That's a good word, right? I think like so. Because you're big on torching. <laughs> and, and by the time he was done, I wanted to torch the whole building, by the way. And uh, listen, guys, I believe I believe everybody needs a coach in life. I believe every single week that people who have coaches always outperform those that don't have coaches. I believe like gravitate toward life. There's a lot of beliefs that I have. But one of my biggest beliefs is in playing up. And quit getting your counsel and advice for people who are playing at smaller levels than you. So I brought my good friend Matt Monero in. He's got a brand new book that's coming out called You Need More Money. He's got a book called The Grit. He's got a, a, a wildly successful business that is growing every day. Just come off one of the biggest months in the history of the company. So Matt, welcome to SuperCoach.
0: Thank you, Coach. My pleasure Did to be have here, Did you this morning? I had such a good time. Lovely it, it, group of people. There's
1: nothing like exchanging energy, yeah with people who are so hungry i mean these people showed up this morning and they were so hungry to learn to grow and to expand so so give the audience because a lot of people were not here for whatever reason we had people watching online this was only exclusive to people who are in our monster producer coaching program for our monsters and mega monsters so we had a full house to hear you speak give give the people who didn't come an overview of like what you talked about all right, today
0: we covered a lot of different topics. I mean, a, a great Q&A with mm-hmm. people who really are in tuned with their businesses mm-hmm. and their lives. So it was awesome. But our primary discussion today is about the importance of at some point you have to torch what you like to get what you love. Yes. And um, and you may have to do that multiple times as you move up the food chain. Mm-hmm. Right? We start with no roadmap whatsoever. We think we know everything, say, around 18. And then maybe in our 20s, we get some obstacles. we got to reach the top of those obstacles, mm-hmm. get perspective again. Happens in our 30s, happens in our 40s. And then hopefully we become a lifelong learner and we do it forever. Right. That we're never afraid of those obstacles. But the worst way to be is once you get some perspective after the first obstacle, then we stop. Right. We think we know it all. And how many people do we work with that are like that, right? They're they're one-year success stories 20 years yeah, later.
1: Yeah. When people say they have 20 years of experience, they really had one year of experience <laughs> repeated 20 times. <laughs> right. So, you know, so we brought Matt in and and this uh, concept of torching your business, it really resonated with the audience today because we have got to let go of some things that may have got us to a very successful uh, place And I remember one of my coaches always said the skills that got, of, got us out of Egypt can't always get us to the promised land. And what got you here won't get you there. And some people are more valuable in the past than they are in the future. But you really came to the realization that there was a lot of things that had to go yeah. in your business. Talk through that because there's people watching this who have hit a ceiling. They've plateaued. They're in a rut. They're bored. They're stagnant. They're stuck. They're having success. And success could be for some people. They're making 250000 bucks a year. Maybe they're making 100000 Maybe they're having the best year they've ever had. But there's still another level for them to get to, which means they're going to have to come in and torch some things. Talk about that. Yeah, I mean, that.
0: torch means the the guts to tear it apart, to rip it back down, to rebuild it if it needs to be rebuilt. Mm-hmm. Or, as you just said, the ability to, to – what you got you here is not going to get you there. And to come to that realization, I did when our business got to $100 bucks a year – I realized that there was no chance it was gonna to go to 200 or 300 or a billion. I had built it wrong. Mm-hmm. But look, I went to cooking school. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything <laughs> about business. I just gritted out a successful business after 22 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, at some point in my life, I said, it just isn't good enough. I need to be able to um, fix these things that were not built properly. Mm-hmm. And so in 2015, I said, I'm gonna to torch it. We lost seven. Of our top ten producers, the cost of that it was $30 million. Mm-hmm. Um, we got back to mission statement, core values, and that became the guiding light. Mm-hmm. Our mission statement and our core values. And I was relentless as the business owner to those things. Some people didn't want to do it, mm-hmm. and they left. We paid the price. I was okay with paying the price because the torch is now officially behind us. September was the greatest month. In the history of our company, yeah. after 22 years, and um, that gives me solace that we did we did what was right, mm-hmm. and we now have the ability to grow. Right. We didn't have the ability to grow. Right. I knew it. I knew it. Once we got to the 100 million dollar mark, there was no way we were going to a billion, and now I actually believe it's possible. Right.
1: Well, I always used to hear this concept of a business is designed before there is a business. A poorly designed business always has to be recalibrated, which is what a lot of people are doing. I'm going through it. You've gone through it. Yep. I haven't went to the extent of torching things like uh, like like you have. But the reality is this all started through a catalyst of your wife, Rocky, having a hard conversation that maybe you didn't want to hear. I didn't. And she kept telling you the same thing because I want I want you to understand that... You hear me say, you can't see the picture when you're inside the frame. It's typically another person that comes along in your life that has a hard conversation with you, that, yeah. that really gives the stinger in there, that really says, you don't want to hear it. So what does she keep telling you?
0: My wife used to say to me, my, my wife's 5'2", we've been married 19 years. She's 5'2", a little spitfire redhead. And she would say, you're so much bigger than your business, one day you're going to realize it. And I was so naive and self-conscious that the woman I love the most, who loves me the most, I kept saying to myself, is she trying to hurt me? Right. Why is she saying that to me? Yep. Why is she stabbing me like that? Right. And all she was trying to do was help me to get to see the light, which was, guess what, man? You're not pushing hard enough. Your business is holding you back. Yeah. You could be more. And I decided when, when I finally heard the last of it, I decided I was going to build
1: a $100 million business and I was going to shut her up. Right. And I have done both. <laughs> <laughs> and, Rocky, sure. thank you for the inspiration sure. and the motivation. But today we're talking torching things. Uh, a good friend of ours who sponsors this show was here today, the Big Kahuna. And I know you've heard of the big kahuna, Shane Ray. Aloha. Just just call aloha.com. Shane Ray is a big advocate of yours. Mm. He's got a heating and cooling company that he took from very boring and made it very interesting. And man, he's dialed in <clears> to <throat> monster producers. Going to Las Vegas with us for the big 10X Growth Con. I love that. It's going to be a great experience. But thank you, Shane. And if uh, this is a perfect time, wintertime, just call com. And I love when my air conditioning guy's in there getting coached, man. You know what I'm saying? I love when he's in there getting coached. So shout out to you. All right, we've been talking about torching. Torching means b- burning things out that were good because you can't get to great sticking on good. There's lots of things in your life that you got to get rid of, guys. Old attitudes, old mindsets, uh, the old people that are just not working right. There's things that you need to let go of to grab a hold of a new branch and go. But your your big message right now is around the new book that you have coming out. Mm-hmm. And you wrote the book, Grit, great book by the way. If you want to instill toughness into your teams, and I really think that's great for that people want their people to be tougher. They want I know I want my sales team to be tougher and my operations team to be tougher. I want them to go out there and have a strong emotional toughness. But the new book that's coming out is called You Need More Money. What tell us why do we need more money?
0: People don't understand that the money is moved. We are chasing these old numbers, Coach. When I graduated college in nineteen ninety one To be in the top 1% of earners, you needed to make Mm $100,000. Today, that number, to be in the top 1% of earners, is Mm $384,000. Most people don't know that. Mm -hmm. They're chasing these old numbers, this $100,000 number. Maybe they're chasing the million-dollar number Mm -hmm. uh, in total retirement. And the answer is it's Mm -hmm. not enough. And so what I want people to understand is that you are not good Mm -hmm. with your money. Stop telling yourself that. Mm -hmm. Stop telling yourself that you have enough. You don't. And how do I know that? The story of my brother-in-law, we lost him two years ago. He died at 46, a wife and four kids, no health insurance, no life insurance, and a hundred bucks in the bank. Mm-hmm. And my book, You Need More Money, is twofold. It's a wake-up call, then mm-hmm. it's a roadmap. And it's told by my brother-in-law's story, and then my story of how Having money was able to go in and help him in an effort to get better. The sad part is it didn't work. The cancer got him. He died almost a year to the day. But everybody needs to understand that money is not something that should be fooled around with. And people are afraid to talk about it. It is becoming a polarizing topic. You can see it. I had someone come up after the workshop right. today that said, I, just could, I wanted to ask you questions about it, but I just couldn't. Right. I couldn't bring myself to ask questions. It, this book is going to drive people in one of two ways. Right. But in the book, we talk about how do you overcome that insecurity about talking about money? We call it accumulation mode. Uh-huh. Start telling yourself and people around you that you're in accumulation mode. And it is a magical fix for when everyone's uncomfortable. You just simply say, I'm in accumulation mode. What does it mean? I'm stacking and racking cash. People will start to understand. Uh-huh. And they won't push you away. They'll listen to you. They'll, And some will relate to you. So the fix is you can start talking about money. You must start talking about money. You must make more money. And um, you cannot be scared to make it happen. It's time.
1: So give most of this, this excess cash you're talking about typically comes from a good, healthy business, right? Until you have a good, healthy business, there's no excess cash. Because there's no excess cash, you can't stack and rack. Sure. It. So give people the... the, 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 the purpose of your business now. Because you hear all these platitudes, a business is there to serve your life, not run your life. You know, a business is there to create a customer, a business there to produce profit. What I mean, you're running a pretty good business. It's producing 140 million uh, bucks and, and you're you're out there trying to figure figure this out. So talk to the person about what a successful business looks like to you.
0: Look a business a successful business is one in which you don't have to be overly involved in it. Right. Um, in which people are empowered to have freedom to make decisions. Mm-hmm. All under the foundation that you created. Right. Because it's your business. Right. So how do you create the foundation? You must have a mission statement. You must have core values. And all decisions must be made to connect to that mission statement and core values. Most people have no idea in your organization. I could walk into 90% of your companies and most of the people would have no idea what the company stands for. They do not know what your quarterly objectives are. They have no idea what the company exists for. They actually are just there to get a paycheck. And I'm challenging the audience that you can do better than that as the owner. And you can do better than that as the division head inside the company, you can create magic in your organizations if you're willing to do it. But if you're just willing to go by and let it float by and just work for a lousy company and something that doesn't get you inspired, well, you deserve what you get. But you can fix it. You can torch it all.
1: And you torched it. I burned it. Yeah. Burned the whole thing. I cooked it up. And that includes physical things, throwing chairs out, that includes that includes new Breaking signage. Things. That includes new chairs. That includes you know I'm walking around the greatness factory day saying I'm getting rid of that. I'm getting rid of this because here's the deal we 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 see it every day. Like your example of them saying hey we need to clean the carpets. Yeah.
0: And I said no you don't need to clean the carpets. So like have you seen the carpets? You entrepreneurs, business owners, hard driving people, men and women. You don't see those things. Right. You just see this constant finish line. And the reality is shut up. Listen up. Look around and start to put some paint on the walls. Start right. to clean the carpets. Right. Uh, think about people's comfort. What is their own, you know, we, we spent fourteen grand on chairs in our company mm-hmm. for people to have the Cadillac of chairs. We redid the lobby. Mm-hmm. We did all new signages in the offices. We painted everywhere. We put new flat screens everywhere. Everything got changed because mm-hmm. I was that committed to making the change. But you don't have to spend that kind of money. You can just put some paint on walls.
1: Right. Yeah. You know?
0: clean the dog on carpet.
1: Absolutely. Right. And create an environment that people want to come to, people want to work at, people can thrive in. And that,
0: and that comes from the owner taking back the company and driving the core values and mission statements. And people will resonate with it. Mm-hmm. They will not resonate with your wishy-washiness, with your you know, in one day, out the other day. You have to be relentless to it, yeah. but you got to take time to create them.
1: So some of this is attitudinal. You know, you gotta torch some old attitudes. You gotta torch this concept that you do have enough money yeah. because you don't know what's gonna happen. You yeah. gotta torch the attitude that you're no longer gonna tolerate people halfway in and halfway yep. out. You gotta tolerate I mean, you really have to torch your mindset and it, and it just keeping this at the front of your mind because I suspect a lot of the business owners who came today, they, they're walking out of here with the list. Now, they're also walking out of here, and I've been teaching this in Monster Producer how to overcome fear and uncertainty. Because a lot of them are also walking in here going, okay, I got my list to torch, but man, it scares me to death. What if I have to get rid of my top producer because they got a bad attitude? What if I have to get rid of this so they're scared? And I want to come back in the final segment, and we're going to talk about that. How do you overcome fear and uncertainty? Yeah. When, when you looked at that 30000000 million, you're number one p- person. When you, when you saw that, yeah. you're, and you're like, I was oh, fearless. You, yeah. see, I didn't see, most worry people about it to go right. So I'm going to tell you what fear is, uncertainty is, and I'm going to ask Matt how they overcome that because that's what they're going to have to deal with next. Yeah. Once they make a decision to torch, they're going to have to overcome that Mm -hmm. fear. Mm -hmm. You've had some great coaches over the last X number of years. You bet. You've gone out and reached up.
0: But, Coach, I had to find them. Those coaches did not come to me. I had to make the decision to go out in the marketplace and find those people.
1: Yeah, and do what they told you to do. Yeah. Right? You you really took their advice, took their counsel. Today we're talking fear, uncertainty. You know, when you think about fear, we're talking about torching a business. Fear is an unpleasant emotion, remember that word, created by belief that something or someone's going to create harm to us in the future. Because of that fear, it breeds uncertainty, ambivalence, doubt, insecurity. So you're telling us, torch the business. You're also telling us as business owners, you may have to take a few steps back to take a few steps forward, they're going to have fear. Talk them through how you overcame that.
0: Look, you get solace and certainty from foundational things. Yes. And those are mission statements and core values for me in my business and also now in my life. Mm -hmm. I was a chaotic business owner, a chaotic person. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when you and I first met in 2014, 2015, you could see it. I wrote a book called The Grit, (laughs) telling people that what they need is more grit, and I believe they do need more toughness, but a lot of times, they can't get tough because they're just constantly spinning cycles of wasted energy over wasted energy. The power Mm -hmm. comes when you figure out who you are, what you stand for, and then you become fearless Mm -hmm. and certain.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Also, the idea of this relentlessness to that pursuit, it changed everything for me Mm -hmm. in my business, Mm -hmm. and... Everybody needs to do it. We talk about it in the book. you got to kill Superman or Superwoman, that person in your organization who is the the hub. Everything flows around Jenny or Bob, and nothing can get done unless Jenny or Bob touch it. That stuff needs to get killed. You need to create standards, structures, operations manual. So the lowest level person can open up the book and figure out how to do this sort of stuff. Right. Um, And we were able to do it at Commercial Fleet and it has made all the difference in the world but i had to be the driver of that i had to re- recognize that i wasn't good enough it wasn't where i wanted it to be and i was willing to change and that change cost me big time
1: yeah
0: one of my number one guys left he made 567,000 in personal income in 2015 and i let him go in 2016 cuz he wouldn't abide by the torch mm. that's a half a million bucks in operating cash flow gone <clears throat> you know how many operational people that is in my office? That's 10 people's salaries. Yes. One guy, Mm. right, was paying for 10 people. Gone, just like that. And six more left.
1: And we tolerate that because complacency is a gradual settling to a place of mediocrity. Like you can settle and be at the top, right? You can be complacent at the top just like you are at the bottom. So why do people tolerate that? I mean, you had a catalyst of your wife coming along. You, you right, and you made a decision. But why do you think people get to a certain level and they just become comfortable, no matter what level that is? And they and they almost need you talk about tragedy. Lots of times, it happens through tragedy. It wakes them up. It does, but it doesn't have to. No, nope. there there can be this this artificial stimulus that comes along and says, "Let's let's go."
0: Well, we tolerate it because our businesses are a reflection of us. Mm. And so the, the more chaotic we are in our lives, the more chaotic the business is. And so the point is, what do you want? Listen, we all have been in relationships in which chaos drove the attraction. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. Maybe in a relationship for a little while, and then you know what happens? Right. You become heroin addicts, right. right? Or someone gets beat up. I mean, it yeah. becomes problems. Right. Right, It doesn't work in business. Business is not as difficult as we all make it, as I made it for at least 15 of my 22 years. Mm. It actually is a simple process. It does not need to be chaotic. It should be rhythmed. It should be standardized. And amazing things happen. We think it's not going to happen. We think that the rhythms and the consistency is going to create boringness and dullness. It's not true. It actually creates enjoyment. Happiness, excitement. There was so much laughter in my business today, Coach, Mm. than there was when we hit this goal that took me 18 years to get to it. People, I mean, people laugh all day long. Why? Because they like where they work. They know exactly what they're accountable for, what their expectations are. They know exactly what the company stands for. And they made the choice to select that. Yes. It wasn't by default. Right. It wasn't like, i got to have this job to pay the bills. I want this job right. because we had the guts to go out to the marketplace and say, this is who we are. Right. you got to do it.
1: Well, I'm thinking of this this concept, not a dichotomy. In, in early in my career, the more intense I got, the more negative I became. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: And I coached one summer with a guy named Randy Kaufman, who is now at my old high school, winning championships. And he said to me, I noticed that he was really intense, but he was really positive. And the players love playing for this guy. of the players in the NFL said if they could choose one coach to play for, they'd play for um, Pete Carroll in Mm. Seattle. Mm. And so they thought that he was a player's coach, easy going because he's smiling and laughing and having fun. And they asked his players, just because he's smiling and laughing and having fun, does that mean he's loose? And they said not for one second. He has some of the most incredible expectations of any person in the world. He just really enjoys it because he enjoys it, we enjoy it. So I want to close the show with this. Lots of people are in a pain part of their business right now. Uh, as we 've grown, even there 's days that, 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 that I even have these feel, these negative feelings toward my business. I love coaching people. But but because of rapid growth and expansion, you yep. wake up and it's like how do we move this thing? It's just always there.
0: Well the pressure on the systems that, is great. That's right. The pressure
1: great. on the system is great. And so talk to a person who's in the pain part of their business. Yeah. You've transitioned to the pleasure part of your business. Give them some give them some positive encouragement for some steps they need to take.
0: Well, we met someone in our in our monster class today who has been doing the same business for ten years and mm-hmm. it's not really working for her. Well, mm-hmm. the answer to why your business you're on the pain side, your business is not on the pleasure side, is because maybe it's allowed. Business. Right. I mean, that's the hard truth. People could be in a business that they should not be in. Either no one's getting rich in that business, or they don't have the superpower or skill set to be in that business, and therefore they may need to punt. But the pain side is also an, an e- a time equation, Coach. If we look at it like a hockey stick and everybody mm, sees sure. the bottom and then it sp- sp- uh, spikes up with a stick and the handle, it's not always true. In fact, it's the opposite. It's the long grind and then it spikes. Right. And so for me, I mean I was in my business 18 years to do 36 million and 18 months to do 100. Now we were doing fine at that 36 million, but the first 10 years were horrible. Mm-hmm. I mean just constant struggle for a decade, not for months
1: <laughs> or a
0: couple of years for a right, decade. Right. Yeah. And so pain is part of the business cycle. If you're looking at it and saying, "Well, I want to be Zuckerberg, Or I want to be Snapchat. Well, you're not going to be those guys. Those guys are
1: this, this, this
0: sliver of the pie. And by the way, what nobody realizes, all of those people were in Silicon Valley incubators before the company lost. They had the greatest VC people telling them how to build the product. This idea of Steve Jobs and and, uh, Woz in the garage, those days are over. Yeah. The, the, the overnight successes are incubated in Silicon Valley with the smartest minds, beta testing it for months and months and months before it launches. Right, right. And so you got to go get your piece of the American pie and don't be afraid to deal with the pain because it is going to be hard. Yeah. It is going to be tough. So you
1: can be gritty and positive, right?
0: Need to be gritty and positive. Yeah. Because grit alone is not – when I wrote the book, I was wrong. right. I thought you could beat it out of somebody. It's not true. The power comes when you art, just like your Pete Carroll example. Yeah. When you know when to push
1: and when you know when to pull back. That's the power. And all I knew to do was push. Nice, nice. Guys, I want to thank you for watching Super Coach today. Love spending time with this guy. We got to get on an airplane. I'm going to Houston and he's going going to Dallas. And Jerry Feta is with us today. Hey, Jerry Feta. Jerry's in Monster Producer, Mega Monster, and he came all the way from Alaska. Mm. So Seriously. that's some tough grit. So, Jerry, mm. thank you, man, for being one of our clients, and thank you for having the, the toughness. And here's what he said. i got to get around higher ordinance thinkers. He's texting me one night 930, and he's like, man, i got to <laughs> get around bigger thinkers. i got to come to the Greatness Factory. i got to be around Monero and Bradley and Cardone and all of those people. Well, these people out there watching this can make those connections. They can make those in Las Vegas. They should. They can, be, they can come to 10X. I'm speaking on Saturday in 10X. Uh, in Las Vegas, we've got about 35 to 50 of our monster producers that are going. It, it may be time for you out there if you're watching the show. Matt's opened up a new pathway for you. You got to reach up, guys. You got to put yourself in proximity to prosper to other people.
0: You should get to Vegas.
1: You, 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 it's, it's, it's just one of those things you got to do. This is not an expense, this is an investment. Yep. Trust me, when you get around 9,500 other people who are rabid and growing, mm-hmm. uh, so, so if you're interested in that opportunity, email us at info at coachburton.com or like Jerry, who says, Hey, man, I want to be a monster producer, I want to be a legendary creature. We want you in the program if that's you. Matt, new book. I need more money's coming you out need when. More you money. need more money. And they I do need more the money. Title. You need more money. Jerry and Jack needs more money. We all need we more all money. We all
0: need more money. It's coming out when? Is it coming out? March 20th, 18, but pre-order now on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Nice. Pre-order
1: that thing because this is a game changer for you. It's going to open your eyes. There will be there will be a specific action you're going to take as a result of this book. Listen to Matt's podcast, You Need More Money. You Need
0: More Money podcast, iTunes, Stitcher. We drop 3 episodes a week, so we just dropped episode 27 today.
1: Yeah, great. In your face. Positive, intense, and positive. Guys, we believe everybody needs a coach in life, and this guy's been a great coach to me and a great friend to Back me. Back guys. Matt Monero, great partnership. Hope you got there and crush it this week, and you need more money. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. That's our episode this week with your host,
0: Matt Monero. Check us out every Friday at 12 p.m. Central as we discuss
1: money, your life, and how you need more money.